0: Do you have a name for this podcast yet? Do you have any ideas for a name? Yeah, how about uh, David's Harp? (laughs) David's Harp. And let's go. Hello and uh, welcome to the new episode of David's Harp. I just want to say I really appreciate you taking the time from whichever time zone you are in, morning, evening, afternoon, to come and listen to this podcast. And I personally just wanted to say, uh, after listening to the first podcast, many of you gave me a feedback. And I really appreciate uh, the fact that you've liked it, you've enjoyed it. And um, thanks for all the encouragement. Now, um, it's a very interesting Podcast that I wanted to do. I mean, I wanted to spend some time bringing in a guest, um, and I tried asking a few people. uh, But you believe it or not, um, coronavirus has affected this podcast, and uh, you know, it it is what it is. And I I was trying to see if I can get some people, uh, but unfortunately, um, we couldn't make that happen. So, what ended up happening today, or what's gonna happen today, is you're gonna just listen to me talk. Uh, for about 15- 20 minutes I don't wanna, I don't want to stretch it uh, but I just want to make sure that I squeeze in an episode uh, for the week that I had committed to myself um, for this week. So you know <laughs> there is a problem when you cannot find toilet paper. And uh, believe it or not, yesterday I went to Walmart. Um, here I went to a couple of other stores and uh, I didn't want to buy toilet paper. I just wanted to buy some regular grocery. Um, and uh, I ended up at the stores, and me and my wife, uh, we went to the place where, or the shelves where they keep toilet paper and disinfectants and everything, and uh, you cannot find a single shred of paper there, so you know there is a problem <laughs> when there's no toilet paper, and it's crazy, and it's mad, because uh, Everybody's freaking out, right? And uh, it, it's, a, it's a scary situation. Uh, there's a lot of fear going on, there's a lot of hysteria. And this is probably in, in its sense a true in its sense a true hysteria, right? Um, everybody's f- uh, kind of concerned. Uh, there's emergency uh, in the United States. Um, Italy, uh, Canada is, I think working towards it um china has been on emergency for almost a month and more korea uh it's all over the place so the whole planet uh the planet that we call earth is essentially uh in a sense of hysteria uh, there's scare um and it's just not uh hysteria it's a real problem right uh, this virus uh, coronavirus it's a legitimate problem that all of us are facing right now and uh, governments and officials and organizations uh, and individuals are trying to do what they can to essentially solve it and um, one of the ways they're trying to do this is by creating situations where we do not come and mingle and interact with each other so that we don't spread it. Now I was talking to one of my friends, uh, she's based in uh, Rome uh, in Italy and she was telling me that it's, it's extremely difficult for them they're in lockdown they're unable to get out uh, and there are multiple rules that they have to follow if they have to get out Uh, there are only two people who can be in the car and situation like that now one of the reasons why they want to do that is even if you're healthy even if you have no symptoms you can be a carrier and it's very difficult to isolate this problem in a mass so that's one of the reasons why they're trying to create a situation at the moment where we all do not interact with each other or or reduce the interaction so that the spread can be reduced now and this has created um, a lot of uh, you know confusion in people um, and uh, you know people really are not sure about uh, what they should be doing what they shouldn't be uh, they want to meet people they don't want to meet people but there is always this uh, fear of if I'm a carrier, if I'm not, if the person I'm meeting is a carrier, if the person I'm not meeting is a carrier, there's a, there's a sense of fear, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's a genuine, it's natural, and it's supposed to happen, and you um, can't escape it, right, and that's the world we are in right now, and uh, um, you see, the economy has been wild this week, the markets have been crashing, and um, and you see uh, sports players getting infected. You're seeing actors getting infected. I think Tom Hanks got infected and tested positive in Australia. And um, their players, um, you see football leagues, uh, Premier League got cancelled. Unfortunately, I'm so sad about that. But, I mean, I understand it. Uh, the NBA got suspended. Um, Champions League, Serie A, La Liga, everything's getting suspended. So, and for for very legitimate reason, right? And um, sporting events, Wrestlemania, um, concerts, all these different um, events that are happening in different cities uh, around the world, they're getting cancelled. And, uh, and at least there is caution and authorities are taking decisions to uh, stop these now, we know and understand that there are consequences, uh, and especially economic consequences to cancellation of some of these events and uh, the emergency in general, um, people getting to work from home, a uh, lot of effects on supply chain, um, you know, resources and trade in general. There, are, There is a massive effect um, that we are seeing and which we will be seeing as this Situation, you know, resolves and gets fixed. Now, what about other events? The events that happen in our lives that are very significant for us at a a spiritual level, um, going for worship, going for prayer, um, for us Christians, especially going to church on Sundays. Now, me being a Catholic, for me, uh, going to Sunday mass is extremely important. Uh, It's an obligation for us from the Catholic Church. And it's not just an obligation, it's a grave obligation for us to attend um, the Holy Mass. Now, for the first time, um, at least in my lifetime, I'm hearing that uh, the church has come out and removed the obligation from attending the Holy Mass on Sundays. Now, it's extremely important for us to understand uh, why the church has taken this step, uh, because I've been following a few conversations that I saw where people have not understood this, or people are not really uh, sure and there's a confusion and there is a you know a little bit of a disappointment that the church has taken that step and uh, not everyone understands it. Now what we need to understand is this is not a step that only a few dioceses have taken uh, in the United States. This is something that is happening around the world. Uh, we are seeing this happen in uh, the, uh, the Catholic churches the Korea, uh, this is happening in Italy, in Rome, this step has been taken. Now we need to understand in depth that this decision has been taken in prayer, this has been taken by the bishops um, uh, in consultation with the priests. And uh, now when I went on to research and I was trying to look if this has really happened in the past, the church has taken the step before, I couldn't really find any particular documents or any particular articles about it. I did a quick research, but I couldn't find it. So that this is a unique situation for the church, you know, and um, and the church leadership has taken that step. now. So some of the things that I was trying to research and was trying to understand was what really is the obligation that we have. Now, what I did was go to the CCC, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And it's an amazing book that describes in detail how the Catholic Church functions and how she prays and what she prays, what it believes in, why it celebrates, all these ideas About the Catholic Church and how it stands comes together in this book and it's a must read for somebody who's trying to explore and understand the church. Now if you go to CCC 2180 that's the one that really talks about the Sunday obligation. What it says is on Sundays and other holy days of obligation the faithful are bound to participate in the Mass. Now if you go to 2181 it says the Sunday Eucharist is the foundation and confirmation of all Christian practice. For this reason The faithful are obliged to participate in the Eucharist on days of obligation unless excused for a serious reason, for example, illness, the care of infants or dispensed by their own pastor. Now, these these are the areas or these are the situations where it's okay, where the obligation may not apply. And that's where we're talking about this just cause. Now, the just cause where uh, worshippers need to be kept safe from the pandemic. Now, that's where this decision has come, out of the abundance for the concern of the health and well-being of the people of God. And this is what we need to understand right now. So yeah, for some time, maybe we won't be able to attend the Holy Mass together with the fellowship. However, the Sunday remains holy. And for us Catholics, we still observe the Lord's Day by still being in the spiritual communion and uh, we can do so many other things to attend the holy mass we can watch it online we can watch it on television we can listen to it on radio channels like ewtn shalom and uh, the new watchthemass.com is providing ways by which we can stream and watch the holy mass on sundays so let's not be discouraged let's be encouraged that we understand this we understand the step that the church has taken And we understand that this is a different time and this is a different situation, a very unique situation. Uh, And in this unique situation, we still come together. We continue to pray. We continue to have hope and we do not fear. For 2 Timothy 1.17 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So please use that sound mind and leave some toilet paper behind for other people who might need it. And exercise judgment, show empathy, uh, call up your friends whom you have not spoken to in a while and just check on them, spend time with your family, uh, play some board games, watch a movie and, uh, you know, th- we are still in Lent, so prepare for Easter and uh, focus on what you really need to focus on and um, do not be discouraged, do not be in fear because fear doesn't come from the Lord. And it's a distraction. It's trying to bring you down. And um, there's something interesting that I was reading about uh, when I was trying to understand, you know, why um, or whom can I call out to? Uh, Was there anybody else who was homebound? And there have been different saints who have been homebound and been unable to attend the Holy Mass. And uh, the patron saint, you won't believe this, um, and maybe you know this, is St. Claire of Assisi. Now, the same friend, the same St. Clare that we talk about in the story of St. Francis of Assisi. Now, she founded the poor Clares in the 13th century and is the patron saint of television. Now, during her final illness near the end of her life, St. Clare was confined to her bed in the infirmary of her convent. And she couldn't edit in mass. And it is said that, there was an image of the liturgy that was taking place in the chapel would appear on the wall of Saint Clair's room, enabling Saint Clair to follow along in real time with the mass from her sickbed. Now this is not this is crazy. I mean this is something that I did not know. This is wild things can happen, you know. And this is how the Holy Spirit works. So perhaps whenever you are wondering um, and if you are missing the mass or if you are uh, not able to attend the Holy Mass on a day of obligation. You could ask St. Clair for an intercession. Uh, that's that's what we can do. And uh, St. Clair uh, will intercede with us. So this has been my time. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast today. And for all the encouragement that you give me. Stay safe. Stay awesome. And please leave some toilet paper behind if you can. But yeah, of course, uh, keep your share of the toilet paper. Don't you know, Don't give that away unless you're extremely generous. Uh, Stay awesome, guys. God bless you.